Good love our gracious queens Are throughout their just queens Their time has come United Queendom I'm Sissy Ed, here with Sissy Sam Dowler, and we're recapping this <laughs> Sissy episode of Sissy. <laughs> Don't call me a Sissy, I'll beat you up. <laughs> Don't say beat up after this episode, that's too soon. <laughs> triggering. Oh, God. <laughs> triggering. I'm not going to be... When we get there, it's actually triggering for me because I had the same thing happen to me, but we'll get to that later. Oh, I was going to ask you that. I assumed that you had been beaten up because I've thought about it a few times. Because um, but... <laughs> you see my beat-ass face. And... <laughs> what happened to <laughs> you? <laughs> oh, my God, are you okay? No, I'm fine. What? <laughs> I've been beaten up too, so that's a little preview. We're going to get to those later. <laughs> see whose is worse. We can have a little... And also, and also, and also people listening, nobody's surprised at all that both of us have been beaten up. <laughs> you guys have only been beaten up once. That's crazy. We just assumed it would be a weekly thing. <laughs> <laughs> just after the podcast. <laughs> um, so let's rate this episode. Obviously, it's not going to be as high as last week. I knew that this was going to be a bit of a come down. And no, no one likes to come down. But I would say it no, still held don't. strong. So I would give it still yeah. a good 7 out of 10. Um, I am going to agree with you. Yeah, good. We're on the same page. Oh, my God, for once. I just think I really feel like it is hitting its stride. I think um, my lowest point was the um, history one. That was terrible. I just thought it was just dreadful. And this was the same sort of similarly. This is sort of a similarly challenge, but I think... This week they're in their, they're, you know, they're in their element. They've hit their stride. They all, they can be quite funny. I think it was. I think that with the Herstory one, there was too many people to do that task, so it was just a bit of a mess. Yeah, and I think because last week's episode was so good, it's made me mm. care more about them all. So even though this week wasn't as funny, I care more about what's happening to them all. So it's making me more invested. I think. Agreed. Agreed. And and now we know all the names as well. <laughs> I know, it's only taken us half the season. We're so professional. <laughs> <laughs> so they're calling themselves the top set. Well, they are the top seven. And they're separating themselves <laughs> in terms of wins. They're actually sitting on separate couches. It's a bit like, no, you can't sit with us. You haven't won yet. See, I, see, I, don't, I don't think that was on purpose, first of all. But I do think it was yeah. funny when, um, when she said, when Branka said it, especially after she just come off a win. And, um, and Bobo said in the VT, my favourite phrase ever... Go fuck yourself. <laughs> Yay. Concise and to the point. Sometimes you just have to be blunt. Exactly. Um, but and, you- also, and also, seeing as, seeing as we are, um, you know, in, uh, in Canada, I, I know how to say go fuck yourself in French as well. Go on. Va te faire enculé. Oh, that sounds quite romantic. If someone said that to uh, me, I'd doesn't. be dropping my pants, not going and fucking and myself. That- <laughs> and that's when you got beaten up again by those French guys. <laughs> Spoilers. <laughs> but do you think... <laughs> <laughs> do you think at this point the girls that have yet to win, do you think they're basically not in with a chance or do you think there's still the chance to turn it around? Oh, no, I think... Um, I actually thought Scarlet Bobo should have won this episode, personally. Mm-hmm. Um, and also I thought Elona Verley's really good. Yeah. And um, who, was the other, who was the other one um, that hasn't won? Boa, but she has no, oh, yeah. no longer with us. Yeah. I, th- I, and I know she's no longer with us. <laughs> um, I think she... She wasn't beaten think... to death. She was just beaten up. No, she... <laughs> she was beaten out of the show. Um, she was... Yeah, no, I, she's rightly out in my book. But we'll get to that. Um, so they show a warning from last week that the judges gave to Boa and they, it said... And she says, basically, it was her last chance. And then she says it lights a fire under her ass. 
um, which we are <laughs> okay. sick of hearing. This should be a banned phrase. It's like taking your wig off in a lip sync or catfishing also, strangers. Also, yeah. It's banned from Drag Race. <laughs> the and all, they, it, it lit a fire up her ass, but unfortunately it burned her to the ground, sadly. But there we go. <laughs> Uh, we get RuPaul's video, which um, is all legal terms, so it's going to be a legal challenge. So I wondered, mm-hmm. Sam, do you have any court experiences that you can talk about? Uh, well, there's an ongoing one that I really mustn't discuss. No, there isn't. Um, I do <laughs> not have... Uh, do you know what? I don't even think I've been to court. I've never been called for jury duty. I haven't even been, been to visit a friend who was going, Dan! So, um, <laughs> No. In fact, if I think I've walked past the courts, that doesn't really count. <laughs> You're courting. Well, I've been. How about you? I spent a lot of time in court. No surprise there. But um, you know, when I was a student, I um, used to because I did journalism. You wouldn't believe it from my interviews here, but I did journalism <laughs> at uni. And all uh, your writing. <laughs> part of our <laughs> part of our degree was doing court reporting, so we had to spend a lot of time there. And obviously, you can't record in a court, so you have to write down. That's why we had to learn shorthand. Um, so it's a lot oh of murders, God. a lot of rapes, but. Um, well, you didn't see them happen. That makes you a witness. Well, I went to uni in Sheffield, so I mean, you saw that on the street anyway. It was just following <laughs> up what you've already seen. But in terms of my, uh, I was a witness once in court because I, um, I told the story before about me being glassed, didn't I? Mm, yeah. Um, and that went to court and the man, uh, yeah, he got off because me and my friend both gave such wildly different accounts of what happened. Even though we weren't lying, but we were so wasted. It was just completely non-corroborative. Corroborative? Well, may- maybe maybe you two should have um, had a chat with each other first, no? Well, we figured because we were telling the truth. We didn't need to get our stories straight. But it turns out even if, <laughs> even if you're not lying, you can still have very different interpretations of what's going on. Um, That's where the phrase getting a story straight comes from, you know that, yeah? Girl, I can't even think straight, you know? (laughs) What about me is straight? Certainly not my story, certainly not my life. Um, And then other times I've been in court, I definitely do not want to talk about. We don't need that in the public sphere. But let's just say I know what I'm talking about legally and I've watched Ali McBeal, so... (laughs) Oh, I've watched watched all of Ali McBeal, so, uh, you know, and I've seen um, The Lincoln Lawyer and The Firm... In fact, I've seen quite, I've seen quite, uh, and also um, I'm an avid viewer of um, Lord Order Special Victims Unit. So I, you know, and that, they're in court every week with that. And that's all about rapes and murders. I think they should put Ali McBeal on one of the streaming services. Um, Do they not? Is it not on um, Now TV or something? Oh, maybe it is. I haven't actually checked. I just assume things aren't there. If, I, I like them to be advertised to me when I go in. I don't want to go searching for shit. Um... <laughs> Which kind I of think just might, it might be on. Very it might, might be on. Yeah, it is. It is quite hidden. It's because, as well, I think it doesn't have. Do you know? I think because of it doesn't have RuPaul in the title. I think it makes it quite difficult for the algorithm to find it. Yeah, I think you're right, and I think they don't want to advertise like drag shows at the top in case kids are on them, in case they think it's inappropriate. Um. Well, yeah. There's a lot of swearing in it, but um, kids kids love drag race, though, don't they? Oh, they do. You're always seeing them at DragCon. I'm like one of the tallest people there, and I'm not used to that. <laughs> <laughs> so we get a mini challenge, and it's all about mystics giving advice for our very own Crystal, who lives in London, but she is half Canadian, or... Is she Canadian? Yeah. Yeah, she's Canadian, because obviously she was the only one that spoke with a... I would say an American accent, but obviously it's a Canadian accent on yeah. UK Drag Race. I didn't, I didn't really recall her until... My second watch through, I have to say, it's she's just it's one of those drag queens where I just think, um, oh, I don't know, I don't know, I didn't really, didn't really remember her. Sorry, she didn't have many memorable moments on the show. She did quite well, but she never had a win. And she, I think, her most memorable moment was probably when she lip synced for her life to Spice Up Your Life, and she kind of um, took a chainsaw to a vagine, 
I mean, if you don't... Oh, yes. If people don't know you for that, that, then what can what else can you do, really? <laughs> you faded into the background. <laughs> oh, I, no, I do remember that now. She took... Yes, okay, that was good. <laughs> Have you ever had a psychic reading? I thought you could ask if I'd ever had a chainsaw to my vagine. No. Um, uh, actually, <laughs> not yet. <laughs> um, have I had a psychic reading? Yes, I have had a few, actually. Um, in fact, my mum was told once by um, a medium that she, she is connected to the spirit world herself. Because she gave birth to a demon called Sam Dowler. That's <laughs> right, because I, I came out in a pool of blood screaming for the devil himself. Um, but I think... And you haven't stopped I... screaming since. <laughs> I just think, um, oh, yeah, I totally, I totally believe it. Obviously, this is ridiculous, but um, this, the, the, um, what they're doing up there wasn't real. But I think, um, I think it is real, and I, I totally believe it. What about you? Oh, I, well, I'm same as you. I say I believe it, but then I, I, do, I kind of give a disclaimer of, like, I'm one of those people who is cynical, but also I just find I'm very into kind of astrology in terms of I think that where the planets are does affect our mood. And I, mm-hmm. I don't know if people know about um, Mercury in re- retrograde and that whole thing, but certain times of the year when Mercury is quite close to the Earth, mm. um, it really, people have noticed there are wide patterns and people feeling quite lethargic, down, oh, and just okay. different. And I think there's definitely some truth to that. It was my mm. friend Chloe who sings the theme tune of this very show who first taught me about it. And I was just like, oh, I don't know if that's really for me. I've never liked Star She's got many talents. Yes, she is. But then I, I noticed that every time I was feeling particularly shitty, it was always the time of year that Mercury was in retrograde. And now I like plan it in my diary so I know when I'm going to be in oh. one of my slumps so I don't have to inflict it on anyone. And well, it makes that... sense because like, the moon affects periods and stuff, doesn't it? Well, the Not moon... our producer moon. <laughs> the <But> moon. <laughs> <laughs> yes, their periods stop as soon as it gets in the room. I think that basically... <laughs> he edits them out. Well, the moon, the, the moon obviously does... That is to do with, um, yeah, periods. That's why it's lunar. That's where the term lunatic, yeah. comes, lunatic comes from. Um, which you know very well. Which I know very well, being a lunatic. And, but the <laughs> thing is, obviously, being a medium hasn't really got anything to do with astrology, though, has it? I think it's me- medium is more to do with the dead, isn't it? Oh, yes, I think I am getting confused. So this is, this is more of a con, isn't it? When they do the cards and they do... I mean, no, this is, this is what I believe. I believe this. This is, to, this is to be true. Like a lot, of things have, a lot of things have been told to me or to friends of mine there. I mean, obviously some are quacks where they're like, oh, I can see you getting in a relationship with someone beginning with a B, C, D. But, um, but you could but say I any think... letter and you'll be like, yes, because yes, you're dating about exactly. 40 people at any one time. It would have to be 26 people, actually. So uh, get it right. But um, <laughs> I think that, yes, no, I do think it's true. And I do think the cards can be true. So if they're in the hands of somebody who can do them properly, who is connected to the spirit world, then I believe it can be... Um, you know, beneficial. But I've noticed how easy it is to trick people because I've said before that I'm a bit of a psychic and I'll sit with my friends and say, right, here's a few shapes, turn them into pictures. And they do it and then they give it to me and I'll read it out to them and I'll say, I'll tell them, oh, this means that you're really funny. This means that you're looking for love. This, And they're all amazed. I'm like, but I'm your friend. I already know this stuff. I'm just telling you stuff that I already know about you, but pretending it's about a picture and you're gagged. And I'm like, God, people are naive and people just want to maybe they stuff. thought Maybe they thought you said sidekick, not psychic. <laughs> you're definitely, definitely that. Well, I once had a, Chloe, again, Chloe got me for one of my birthdays, um, a psychic reading. 
And I went along and she told me that one day I would get married to a woman. So at that point, I thought, maybe, <laughs> maybe it's time to no. get my money back. Cause, uh, she or maybe you just haven't met, you haven't met the right girl, maybe. <laughs> if she can't even tell I'm gay, she doesn't know a lot about what's going on in the world. Even what's before your very eyes, never mind the future. <laughs> exactly. But I did think, I did think they were me. It was, it was to mixed results, the mini challenge, I think. What about you? I thought it was quite funny. I thought Jimbo was... The st- I mean, I sound like a broken record. I sound like you with All-Stars when you just kept saying Jujubee was the strongest. <laughs> but I just think J- Jimbo is pretty much the best in every challenge. And I feel like they're kind of playing it down because they don't want her to be such an obvious winner. Um, no, I didn't like Jimbo in this one. She, she was oh. one that dressed up, dressed up old and had weird pointy black fingernails, yes? Yeah, and I think she almost did like a British accent kind of thing. Well, no, it was good in as much as characterization goes... But this was um, to do with being funny, and I just don't think it was that funny. It was, it was all, it was all right. But I, I think even Priyanka was better. Priyanka was funnier here than as Miss Cleo doing her little. Oh ghost my god! Thing. By about ten times. <laughs> I know, and there's so much less pressure on this one. Sometimes I think it is about the pressure that gets to them, isn't it? Um, yeah, no, totally. And, mi- and then Lemon milked the psychic I knew that joke that Priyanka failed to get in Snatch Game. She's trying uh, to make it happen. <laughs> and she did it to, and she won. And this was a good mini challenge to win because when you get to make all the teams, that's a real opportunity to boost yourself. Fuck, in the people, o- fuck people over. Oh, I mean, boost yourself. Um, yeah, <laughs> but I think, I think that um, she was the funniest. I mean, with the, you know, with the visual sight gags of looking at the card and it being, you know, horrible and then whatever. And then, and then just, and obviously with the, I knew that was going to happen, just did it, just excellent timing. It's, um, yeah, she did very well, I thought. She She's is a very funny. good actress. She is. Do you think when it came to her putting the teams together, do you think she was strategic or do you think she was just being fair? Um, I think just, she, well, she obviously wanted to be with Priyanka because she loves her. So I think um, that was a bit strategic. But because um, you could tell that they're really good friends. Yeah. And... Um, but I think I think she did, I think once she teamed herself up, she didn't really care about anybody else. To be honest, yeah, I don't think she sabotaged. I think it just seemed like, and I think she later says in the episode, everyone's strong, so there's no sabotaging really to happen. There's not like one person who's oh, if I put them with everyone else, they're going to destroy the team. Which was, I mean, if there was, I mean, also which I've noticed about Canada is that um, not Canada, the country, Canada, the drag race, that <laughs> they all seem to sort of support each other and get on quite well. I mean, there's not a lot of beef going on. So I think they sort of, you know, which is probably why they wanted, they did that thing at the end. But I think, um, yeah, they like, I don't think there's anything Machiavelli. If there was two people that were really hating on each other and then she put them together, then maybe, but there was, really wasn't. Well, I don't think they can hate on each other because there's so much hate coming from the judges. I mean, Jeffrey Boa Chapman, <laughs> he comes in, he's like, get out of my light. And I'm just like, oh my God, he's not getting any more likable, is he? Like, I keep wanting to give him a chance, but he, every week just seems to, I mean, I know it's already filmed, so you can't change it now, but it's like, eesh, it just keeps I getting know. worse and worse. I know. And it's, and like, he's literally, he's like, he's doing a vocal impression of RuPaul now as well. It's like cringing. the same vocal inflections. It's really weird. Yeah, and it's, it feels like he's acting gayer than he actually is, and it almost seems like cultural appropriation, but he is gay, so it's not... <laughs> Yeah, he's camping it up to the max, and I'm not here for it. Well, a bit like David Williams does. I, I don't mind when David Williams does it, because I think he's naturally camp, but some people consider it like he's almost mocking gay culture without being gay. 
Um, well, I mean, that's debatable, but also he's quite seedy, so, you know, I don't, I don't really appreciate it, personally. Yeah, I do get that point of view. So the teams are, we've got the sissies, Ilona and Scarlett, which this sissy thing just came out of nowhere. Lemon just said, let's put the sissies together. I'm like, have we been hearing this all season and missing it? And now suddenly it's a <laughs> massive catchphrase. I think that um, it had, it might have been cut out. I mean, they might have been like, we're the sissies. <laughs> but they hadn't, hadn't had room to, um, because you know how Michelle said, you know, last week I was talking about it, how Michelle had said that old people, the older people like Madonna and Cher couldn't sit down for 12 hours or yeah. be there for 12 hours. So obviously, as with like Big Brother or something, they filmed them for such a long time, but they can only edit it to so much. So I think maybe that was happening and we hadn't seen it. I know, but if they knew that this episode was coming, could they not just thrown it in a couple of times? Because it just seems like suddenly we're bombarded with sissy. <laughs> Which I have had before. But <laughs> Every time I go to a gay bar, I'm bombarded with sissies. Sissy and pissy. Um, so which, which team did you think was going to be... And a bit hissy. <laughs> which team did you think was going to be the strongest before they did the challenge? Um, um, are you including us seeing their rehearsals? No, so we don't know yet. So the, the teams are the Sissies, Ilona and Scarlett, and then you've got Rita, Jimbo and Boa, and then there's Priyanka mm. and Lemon are a team as well. I think Priyanka and Lemon was going to be the best one, to be honest. I thought they were going to be as well. I thought Priyanka had had one slip-up. We know she's a good actress, good performer, and Lemon, mm. like you say, is really funny. It felt like they were they're gonna... both They're both good actresses, and we've seen them both act really well in the past. They were they were the top two actresses in the um, in the Herstory Challenge, which was terrible. And they, um, <laughs> but, um, yeah, in general... They have been... Cause it, weren't they... Were they together for the um, Good Morning Television one? I'm not sure they were, actually. God, that feels like a lifetime the mini, ago now. The mini challenge. There was a mini challenge, and they sat there and did a uh, Good Morning TV thing. Um, and it was definitely... I think it was Priyanka and Lemon, you know? So that... And they won it. So I think that might be why I thought that. Sam, your memory's too good. You're not drinking enough. I've told you, you need to get those five <laughs> bottles of wine a day. <laughs> Um, so Rita's team, spe- speaking of binge drinking, Rita's team talks about hen parties being a nightmare at drag shows. So Sam, how many hen do's have you been on? Oh my God. That is the reaction gay men give. <laughs> um, yeah, let's, oh, five, six, maybe ten. I think I've been on about the same. Yeah, it's definitely getting almost into double figures. I love it. I love a good uh, hen do, but I hate all I the d- build up because women are very, they like to plan it all out. So the threads tend to go on for years on WhatsApp before uh, it happens. Whereas a stag do, just, I've never been on one, but I've heard that they just turn up and start drinking beer. I'm like, I think I need to start being friends been, with men. Yeah, yeah. I've been on about as many stag do's as I've been on hen do's, and um, I much prefer a stag do. Hen do's, um, basically, because you get a load of women um, who don't necessarily hang out together, like they're friends of the bride, like from school or from uni or from work. And they're all sort of vying to be best friends with the bride, who's, who is her <laughs> special day, who is her special day. And then some, they always She makes get, them lipstick get... for their life. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> There's so much politics when it comes to who's a bridesmaid, who isn't a bridesmaid, etc. And it all fucking comes out of the Hindu. And there's usually massive fights and arguments, um, loads of tears always. Um, I would say 50% of the Hindus I've been on um, at least one or two people in the Hindu party has been uninvited from the wedding and, oh um, or, 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 remove, or removed from being a bridesmaid. So, I mean, this is... So, I am not surprised by the stories that um, 
that Rita says in this because they are so crazy, so much more crazy than a stag do because the stag do's, they're just, a, they are just a laugh. They, I mean, you, you, everyone just sort of goes there and gets, gets a bit fucked up and then everybody just has a laugh and, you know, tells You give them all a blowjob and then you go home. It's it, fine. <laughs> <laughs> That's usually why I'm there, actually. Um, as part, as part. <laughs> um, but, I, but the thing is that also, like, um, with stag do's, a all the guys end up being really good friends and then they see each other at the wedding and have a right laugh, whereas it's almost the opposite with, with the Hindus. Well, I've been on as many Hindus. I've never had people falling out. There was one time when someone, like you said, was uninvited as a bridesmaid, demoted, but that was actually me. Um, but, <laughs> but, what did you do, filth bucket? I can't even get into that. I think um, <laughs> is that is that so, why you went to court? <laughs> it's all related, and it's all coming out in the Netflix series next year. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's been a while since I've been on a Hindu. So, uh, but I really do want to go on a stag do. My brother's getting married next year, so hopefully he might be my first stag do. Um, but well, I mean, they I mean they are really fun. I mean, and, and also they stag do's mainly go away for it as well, whereas a lot of um, Hindus are often you know. Pampering days or stuff like that, and also the men's like stag dudes, they don't, they aren't as fussed at all. Like there are so many, as I said, there's so much politics with the hen dudes. Like you know, if if you can or you can't go to a stag do, the stag is never really that bothered. But if um, but obviously with hen dudes, they're like, oh my god, you're. I shouldn't even go to the hen do. And the stag stags are less likely to do like activities because women like to do like oh cup, yeah, cupcake yeah. making and let's yeah. go to, and it's just like oh, can we just get pissed. And just, and <laughs> exactly. have a stripper like none of the millions of Hindus I've gone on apart from one have had a stripper. It's like if I'm going to no. spend all weekend with a man, I want to see a naked man. Want to see cock? I w- I will a bit on my sister's on my sister's Hindu. I when it was her it was her best you friend Hindu. <laughs> no, but I did slap her around the face with a wig. So um, there we go. That's quite that's quite drag. <laughs> oh my god! Did I, you took, s- I took her, spit I on took her, her wig with off the her. I took her wig off her head and then slapped her around the face with it. You snatched her bald. Um, I did. I did. But nothing as shocking as this, which is that Rita once um, says she got a finger in her anus from a bachelorette party. <laughs> don't know if I was say that was a bonus. Is that one finger or the whole party? I don't know. But <laughs> when they say tip a drag queen, they don't mean the tip of your finger. They mean give them money. <laughs> but yeah, she, they told this like it was a funny story. But like if, if it was a woman on stage and a man in the audience, this wouldn't have been like a, a comedic aside, would it? It would have been like a oh, yeah, slow a, music, I, traumatic story. Would it be sexual assault? Well, it was sexual assault, basically. So, um, yeah. but they, yeah, they, you're right. They did say it as a funny story. <laughs> but I think, but I think, um, yeah, but that is, I mean, that's a whole long conversation about whole, the differences. Sorry. It's a whole, uh, <laughs> they should have had Cheryl, they should have had Cheryl Hole on there instead of uh, Crystal. But I think, I think that they, obviously it's a massive difference and I think the difference is that he wouldn't necessarily feel threatened. Well, and his dick is tucked up his arse so you can't really get that far in, can you? It's quite, quite protected. Maybe that helps. I don't know. Yeah, exactly. And also, and also like, you know, you've got to have a pretty good, um, you know, aim to get your finger up somebody's arse. So, so you think if she managed it, it's like, well, it was so difficult. You've kind of earned your right to be up there. It's like, good for you. She should have got, pr- she should have got a prize. She probably did get a prize, depending on. <laughs> <laughs> I, won't, I won't say that actually. So we get, we get, we get into the rehearsals. Um, More of a surprise. <laughs> chocolate surprise. What did you make of <laughs> of all the rehearsals? 
Um, I really liked them. I thought, as I thought, um, Priyanka and Lemon were really funny. Yeah. And I thought Ilona and Boba were really funny as well. And obviously, you know, when he hits when he hits her with a book, that was really funny. That was also uh, assault. Really... There's a lot of assault being played for comedy <laughs> in this episode. <laughs> I think I thought they were all really good. In fact, um, the only ones I didn't particularly like was um, Rita, who actually won. So there we go. I know it's really weird. I mean, we'll get to it, but mm. she wasn't given an edit as if she was going to win. It, there was nothing preparing us for that happening. It came out mm. of nowhere, really. Um, I thought Jimbo, because, I mean, she was already seeming to develop a catchphrase, even in rehearsals, which was, it's my special day! And, like, that was already yeah. funny. And she was really sending yeah. up the God- uh, Godzilla, Bridezilla thing. Yeah. Um, so I thought it was heading that way. And then, yeah, we get the um, assault and spitting going on with Alona and Scarlet. That's also going down well. <laughs> assault. <laughs> <laughs> and then... I, it, it slaps, it's slapstick. It's, it's slapstick assault. I mean, that, I feel like that should be a podcast in, its, in itself. <laughs> what we just hit each other for an hour sounds, sounds like a <laughs> yeah, laugh let's right do it. <laughs> well the, another kind of abuse verbal is going on back in the workroom because Lemon is being accused of being fake and acting like she's reading off a teleprompter and they're all kind of starting to gang up on her which again came kind of out of nowhere for me it's like why do they all hate Lemon um, again I think that because we don't see it all the time yeah. then there's there's stuff going on I think maybe um, the constant like I'm a lemon can be really maybe dragging on people's nerves and the constant I'm amazing sort of shit might just you know it's obviously rubbing people up the wrong way and clearly they all think it <laughs> yeah it reminds me of season 9 which is when like all as an audience we were all falling in love with Valentina but everyone on the cast hated her and they were like oh, my god I never acting I like never she. fell in, yeah that's I see what you're saying but I never fell in love with Valentina I agreed with all of them she was awful oh I loved that do you like her now nope I think she's just I don't like I think she's just a what whingy, selfish drag queen. <gasps> I think she's the most beautiful, <laughs> fabulous star in like the Drag Race universe. Well, not the most, but one of the. And she's so funny, and she's such a diva, and she just invites you into this fantasy. I just think it, she's amazing. Maybe okay, maybe I. Um, yeah, that was a bit too harsh. I think. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, backtrack, backtrack. I think you um, sound like Asha. You... <laughs> I think that um, may, I wasn't as a massive fan of the show at the time I watched it, I think. So um, I think maybe... No, you're allowed to... I'll look into her again. I just think when she refused to take her mask thing off so that they could see her mouth while she lip-synced, I think that was a disgrace. <laughs> you're still not over that. <laughs> I'm not over it. I'm not over it. And that is why I will never forgive... Um, oh... Well, it'd be helpful if I could remember her name. There's that booze. Um, <laughs> the one the one who chucked out Manila. I'll never forgive her. Oh, Naomi Smalls. Never, never forgive. No, I agree. I, I will never fully forgive. I can forget, but not forgive. I oh, know it's the other way around, isn't it? <laughs> if I'd forgotten, I wouldn't be talking about it. <laughs> I can forget, but not forgive. <laughs> what a stupid thing to say. Sorry about that. It's, it's, the, it's the opposite to the cause. <laughs> what the cause are it's here forgotten, I was just it's forgotten to... not forgiven <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> I was just listening to them before the podcast it's really good for a summer day listening to the cause I highly recommend it I had a solero and a cold bath and listened to the cause and got my life oh um, beautiful Yes. Um, and then Boa tells the story. This is a seamless link. Uh, image of me in the bath. And then we talk about Boa getting beaten up. She tells a story about a man beating her up. Um, so, Sam, do you want to share your story now? 
Well, yes. Well, basically, I was with a friend of mine and we had just been to the Joiners Arms, actually. Oh, I miss the Joiners, yeah. I know, me too. So we were walking along Dawson High Street, I think it was, around there. And then we were, we were waiting at a bus stop, in fact. And these two guys came up and they were chatting with us. And we all got on really well. We were having a laugh. And then they invited us up to their flat for another drink. So we were like, OK. Yeah, drink. Yeah, we'd had a few anyway. And um, so, yeah, we ended up chatting. One of them was gay. One of them was straight, apparently. And I ended up going off into a bedroom with one of them. And um, we ended up sort of getting it on. And then, um, well, I hadn't really got any clothes off. The gay one or the straight one? The gay one, obviously. And then um, (laughs) the straight one burst in and punched me in the face. And um, and I didn't. I thought it must have been an accident because it was so out of nowhere. And I put my hand to my to my face, and it was like gushing with blood. Oh and then my he, like, god! He like bared down on me, and I was like, "What the fuck?" And um, and then he like left, and the, uh, the, uh, the the gay one was like cowering, and um, and I was like, "What the fuck?" So I came out, and my friend and my friend hadn't even realised what had gone on. He was just sat there on the couch watching TV, and I was like, "Oh my god!" I was like, "Look at what happened! Look, at, he's just fucking attacked me!" And so the guy's just standing there, and. And honestly, I just, I just thought in a second, I thought I'm either going to be a victim here or I'm not going to be. So I basically launched myself at him, smashed him around the face, and then we were in yes. a, <laughs> and then we were in a brawl on the floor. And I had split his cheek open by punching him in the face with such vigor. And um, we were in a brawling on the floor. And I remember my friend just just sat there on the couch, like looking down at us. And I was like, "Do you want to give me a hand?" <laughs> and then um, and then the police came and uh, cause one of the neighbours has called the police because of the disturbance oh my God. and then and then we went down then we went downstairs and like I was um I was really I was really in pain and then the police were like listen uh, listen mate you uh you've t- you've done a number on him he's well, he's well worse off than you are you've split his whole face open and I was like good and then um, the next day, I, um, oh my God, my face ballooned, much like Boa's in the picture, actually. And um, I remember two of my friends came round um, the flat. It was when I was living in Earl's Court. And, um, oh my God, they both burst into tears when they saw me and, like, hugged each other. It was awful. And I was like, my God, is it that bad? Oh, and um, the, the, I know it was terrible. But then the, fr- and then the friend, um, the friend <laughs> was so sorry, the one, who, um, the one who did nothing. He was so sorry about that. He took me out for a free Nando's. Hey. Oh, so it was all worth it in the end. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Even I looked like a freak for weeks. It was awful. Why what about you... you, dear? No, I want to hear my... this. I can't believe I haven't heard this story before. So why, I know I why do you think that, that man burst it? Do you think he secretly was doing something with the gay man and they had a thing and he I, was jealous? Well, I think, that, I think they were just lying. I think that they were a couple and they had... Um, and they Did he rob all, something all... from you? No, no, not at all. I mean, actually, do you know what? I thought he'd robbed my iPod. I mean, this is how long ago it was. I thought he'd <laughs> ro- robbed my iPod. Cause the, he I robbed said my to the abacus. Because <laughs> we were downstairs and I was like, and I was like, oh, I think, I think, I, I think I've either nicked my, my iPod or I've left it upstairs. And then a, a policeman <laughs> went up there and he picked up an iPod and he went, well, I'm looking through the iPod now. It's got Kylie, Madonna. And I was like, yeah, that's mine. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, we can see why this happened now. <laughs> um, oh, well, but no, I, I think that they were a couple. I think that was, and they hadn't said anything, or that they it, they'd done it on purpose. I don't get it. I don't know. Well, I'm really impressed you stood up for yourself and like hit him back. I don't think I'd be able to do that. I think I'd be too intimidated. But I think it's really good you did that. So, oh yeah, big time. To- I don't. I, I will not be. I, I'm like I'm. 
I'm a bit feisty, Ed. <laughs> oh no, I, I'm really good in a in a situation like that. I will square up to someone and like completely mm. stare them down and act like crazy because my brother taught me like if you act crazy, people don't mess with you. But once a, yeah. a punch is thrown, I'll go the other way and be like quivering wreck, crying. Sorry, please leave me alone. Like that kind of thing. <laughs> Would you know what? It's because um, when I was um, a teenager, like about fourteen, fifteen, I got. I got punched in the face um, by somebody in a kebab shop and um, outside a kebab shop. And I never forgot it. It was really like I felt victim. I felt like a victim and I felt victimised afterwards. So I, so I thought at the time, I'm not going to let that happen again. So I didn't. And you never ate a kebab again. Oh, my God. I love kebabs. <laughs> <laughs> well, mine is nowhere near as good as yours. Mine was back in school and it wasn't really a homophobic attack at all. It was just more that I'd um, made fun of this girl at school. So it started off with me bullying. Um, but I'd made fun of her because <laughs> she pissed herself in the hall <laughs> uh, assembly. And we all had to do pee in it afterwards. And they hadn't cleaned it up properly. So we were all like running around on this wooden floor that was covered in her pash. And so, oh, my God. I, so I made fun of her. But she had, uh, you know, like girls in school had older boyfriends. These days we call them paedophiles, but back then we just (laughs) accepted it. So one of them was like this 19-year-old guy who was always dressed like Eminem, because those kind of people did at the time. So it's him and all his mates after school all came after me in a gang of 10, all dressed like Eminem. And then they surrounded me, threw me to the floor. It was a big bag of (laughs) Eminems. Peanut M&M's as well And I was allergic (laughs) And they just started um, All hitting me And that was fine But then one of them The main one He put his hands Around my nose And then pushed down On my nose Until it broke And then (gasps) at that point My nose was like Gushing blood So I like ran home And funnily enough None of these Injuries I'd got Required hospital But when I got back To my mum's house She used to do that thing Where she's in the house But she still locks the door So I was banging Mm. on the door Because they were still Coming after me But I banged on the door And my hand went through The glass of the door Oh my god And that was what I needed To go to hospital for Because I punched (laughs) through My mum's door And I still have the scars To this day on my hand From fisting my front door And um, yeah They took me in And then I had to have My nose like cauterized 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 Shove a rod up there So it was my first penetration really and not my most <laughs> one of my most painful and um yes yeah, that is terrible did you did you do did you like tell anybody about it or did they all speak to the, the girlfriend or anything united queendom united queendom is sponsored by q bar who provide the best gay night out in london enjoy q bar q club little q and she bar in soho every night of the week for drinking dancing and despite the name limited queuing now let's get on with the show we're back and it's just in time to go to the moon right let's see if we can oh just in time three two one two 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 to the moon to the moon to the, to the moon, come on and take me away to, 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 to the, the moon. moon. It never gets any better, does it? That was worse than usual. <laughs> no, it doesn't. Oh, moon. Hi. Hi. We've we've got another quite bland shirt. You're not turning the looks like you used to. <laughs> it's very similar to last week, so I got last week's just to prove that it's not the same one. Oh, well, <laughs> well we want to see more versatility from you, Moon. This is the top level of drag. And also, why are you wearing a Ralph Lauren shirt on a hot day like is this? No vest? Well, it's not quite as hot here in Scotland, the temperature. It's not boiling like you guys in London. Oh, I forgot you were up there in Scotland! Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you that Nicholas, and that Nicholas Sturgeon likes the sound of her own voice, isn't she? Oh, I know. Well, it's because she used to be in the Crankies, so that's when she learnt how to 
how to work an audience. <laughs> my, si- my, sis- my sister made that joke yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> it never gets old, unlike Nicola Sturgeon. <laughs> She looks so much like the little cranky, doesn't she? <laughs> Jeanette, it's Jeanette Cranky. God, to use her full name. Moon, don't you have a story to share with us? I do. I've got a little story themed on, on this week. You reminded me. <laughs> when you were talking about the bachelorette party and things, I once uh, missed one of my best friend's weddings for a Lady Gaga concert. <gasps> oh, my God. <laughs> Are they still friends with you? Are you sure you're not gay? <laughs> and that is when he finally came out. <laughs> I knew I'd get loads of banter for that. It was a, it was a mixture <laughs> of things, but uh, we always uh, joke about it, me and him, that I missed it for a... Which tour was it, if you, don't, if you don't mind me asking? It was the first time she came to London. It was a long time ago. The Monster, Monsters Ball tour, then. Yeah. Well, hot I t- actually, I, I Can I just say, I went to, I went to um, Birmingham to see that tour because... Um, I knew, well, I still know the lead singer of Alpha Beat. Do you remember Alpha Beat? Mm. Fascination! Do, yeah. do fascination. fascination! That was a good song. So I, I know her from my music industry days, so I got some... She couldn't get tickets for London. I mean, not that good a friend, obviously. But um, they were supporting, <laughs> so she got tickets for Birmingham. And me and my friend went, and we got... We made friends with this Russian couple who bought us so much champagne. And then my friend lost her bag. We missed our train. She lost her bag of we, brown. She lost her bag. She lost her bag of brown and her main brown bag, and um, we had we had we had to go we had to go and basically share a hotel room with some weird man. It was just awful. The whole thing was awful. I don't know why you leave the house, Sam. It always ends in tears. <laughs> so is your is your is your uh, wedding friend still still pals with you then? Obviously. Yeah, we're still good friends. The wedding was abroad and things, so it was a mixture of things. Difficult. Oh, that's see. more understandable. But in future, Moon, when you cannot go to something, it is okay to lie. You say you're ill. You say there are family issues. You say don't yeah. say you're going to Lady Lady Gaga concert. It's Death just of the family. Death too honest. Yeah. Even kill a family member if you have to for authenticity. Sometimes you just have to commit. You guys are teaching me. <laughs> Sam, do you remember we went? Do you remember we went to Lady Gaga concert years ago before we were um, like good friends? But we were sat next to each other because we were in the press bit, and it was one of the best concerts I ever went to. Uh, what? Because of me? No, because of Lady Gaga. God, the ego. Um, it was. It was Twickenham. Was it Twickenham? What's the one that begins with T, the big stadium? Yeah, it's Twickenham. Yeah, it was that one. It was, I believe, the Monsters Ball. And I didn't have a plus one. I was there on my own. And you were with your friend George. And we were all sat... I was going to say, do you know what? Because um, cause obviously I love my dear friend George, but um, he moved to America. And sometimes I think of you as a bit of a new George. And um, I thought to myself when you said that, that I thought, I'm pretty sure I went with George. And I went with you as well. How fun. <laughs> You think of me as a new George. The fucking shade of it all. If, this, if we were recording in the studio, I'd beat you more than that fucking guy in that flat did. <laughs> Karate my ass. Be, 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 be. <laughs> Sorry. Um, be, beat second. me with a bow. <laughs> beat you with a bobo. Right. <laughs> right, should we get to the runway? Yes. So it's runway day and we get the host of this week coming out and it's Tom Green. Uh, <laughs> why are you laughing at that? I quite like Tom Green. Well, I like Tom Green, but it's just a bit unexpected. Like it was a bit of a blast from the past and not who you'd expect to be no, no. on Drag Race. I mean, they really, like, how many celebrities do they have in Canada? Literally, they're dragging them all out. Next week, Drake is hosting the show. It's like, what? <laughs> Justin Bieber. 
Um, I think um, <laughs> I yeah I did I haven't seen Tom Green in a long time and it was I was quite fine to have someone so blatantly blokey doing it. That was quite amusing. I have to say. I know some people are a bit sceptical about that, but I like when straight men come on shows like this because I think it really sends a message. Oh, of course, kind an of ally about... message. Definitely. So I think include everyone, especially when they embrace it and enjoy it. But um, what are your main Tom Green memories from? Because to me, it's massively nostalgic because I haven't really heard anything about him in, I feel like, 20 years. I feel like he must have done American Big Brother because of the comment that Brooke made. Yeah, yeah. Um, but we're unaware of yeah, that. We didn't obviously see it, but... Um... I mean, he'd be a good he'd be a good get for Celebrity Brother, that's for sure. I mean, he used to be married to Drew Barrymore, for fuck's sake. I know, I totally forgot about that until I read his Wikipedia page because of this episode. Because I remembered Freddie Got Fingered. That's not like you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I know I did my you research. You did some research. <laughs> I know, and all I remembered was that film and that he had, he. I hope this is true, he had testicular cancer. But I mean, I hope it's what? true. But, I mean, I hope, I hope if... It is true that I'm saying it right because he had a testicle removed and he was quite. Oh, he did. He did a documentary about it. And I think he even included the operation in the. Oh my the, god! Yes, it was quite groundbreaking at the time because at the time no one was really talking about that. And then, well, so he's only yeah. got he's only got one testicle then. I don't know if he had because sometimes you have like a replacement testicle like Steve in Sex and the Sea. Um, I don't know. Oh, you mean they just put like um, a plastic one in the in the bag. Just a t- table tennis ball, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Any, anything that's hanging out around on the sides. And so <laughs> we've got a denim runway, which is actually a repeat runway because they did this on season 10. But I think denim is such a... Um, you can do so much so with it. So versatile. Exactly. Much like us. Um, so <laughs> do, you, I know you love denim, Sam. You, you are, you're in it a lot. I do love a bit of denim. I've worn um, double den before. Um, so I, I, I know uh, Denise Welch quite well, actually. And she, um, I was at, a, I was at a, a Brits after party once and she rocked up. And it was, around, it was when she was still drinking. And um, she was, we used to call her double... Double den den because she cause she was cause she was wearing double denim and uh, they turned her away fuckers and what I think is funny is that nowadays because her, obviously her son is in the nineteen seventy five they would never dare turn her away turned her away because it was her or because she was in double denim uh both I think well I I think double denim is not a, f- a fashion crime apart from if it's the same color back in the both. day back in the day I think it was um but I think nowadays it's it's better isn't it but I I know I like it in the same color I would happily do a Britney and Justin big time Oh no I don't agree with that but I like wearing black denim jeans with like a blue denim shirt I don't mind that or like yeah I don't like denim and, shirts and we- full stop sorry I mean, they do show up sweat patches, which mm. is a big problem for me, especially in this fucking heat wave. Yeah. Oh, good grief. <laughs> um, so what did you make of first up with Scarlet Bobos? Stunning. Loved it. She really turned a look and um, the wig was great. She moved beautifully. I loved it. This is why, again, why I still I think she should have won the episode. I thought it was her best look of the season so far. Yeah. Uh, but for for some reason, I don't want to be shady, but I will be. She kind of reminds me of like a Poundland detox. So I think... <laughs> and that's when someone reminds you very much of another queen, but not as good. It just kind of... There's always something slightly underwhelming. So even though I agree with you, she turned it this episode. She, doesn't have, still... she doesn't have that mean edge that Alaska has. Detox. Detox, that's your meant, I Sorry. See. Yeah, you're right. I, I just think it's all a bit just not quite there. Maybe she'll just suddenly surprise us next week. Yes, I uh, agree. What about Ilona? Um, I love this look. I think she actually looks 
I think she looked beautiful. I mean, I know that, you know, the, <laughs> the arse was a bit of a problem, but um, I think if she'd have just padded the arse and not had it hanging out like that, it would have been lovely. I, but I think, it's a, I think it was a lovely look for a woman, not really maybe for a drag queen. Uh, well, well, she does identify as a woman now, Exactly, she? yeah. And I think, but I think the, um, the wig and the makeup was, I think, beautiful, actually. I thought she looked great. I loved the outfit. Mm. I would have um, liked... She had a flat chest in it, and I just thought, because the outfit was quite androgynous, I thought just giving a little bit of titty mm. would yeah. have uh, rounded it off for me. And I did not like mind the arse at all. Week. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> I know, I think, maybe, I think maybe we weren't seeing quite as much as um, Brooke was obsessing over. <laughs> Yeah, and I th- a lot of people have been offended online about, like, they s- thought they were body shaming her about her ass. I don't think they were shaming, saying your ass doesn't look good. I think they just mean any time your skin is exposed, it should have makeup on it, just to, like, because of the camera I think maybe and... she had a spotty ass, I think, and it was all like it was marked, <laughs> or, or it was, like, marked, or blemishes, or some sort of, something like that. I think that was the point. Covered in <laughs> spunk. It's just, like, give it a quick wash and get rid of the spots. Just, and then just hose it. it down, hose it down. Because the smell must be quite overwhelming as well for the judges, so, yeah. Um, what did you think of Boa's? What did I think of Boa's outfit? Uh, awful. <laughs> God. I, I, I agreed. I mean, like, I mean, we didn't need Tom Green's, um, you know, story and calling his mum. That was five minutes we could have done without. But um, I think that... <laughs> it went on a long time. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we get, we get the point, you're not lying, blah, blah. Um, but I think that... Yes, I initially I was impressed, but then it just sort of, it did look a bit ropey, and um, and Burr in general, I don't know, I I, just, I was just getting the whiff that her time was done. Well, I liked the wings. I thought they were better than Shea Coulee's wings um, in All Stars Five. Well, they were shitty. a bit. They were a bit. Um, you know, Glastonbury esque, weren't they? Yeah, I agree. The outfit apart from the wings, didn't really stand up. But I thought her hair and makeup looked nice, so I wasn't as offended as some. But I agree with you that I think. Boa feels like she's done all she's going to do and it's kind of time for her to go. Which she does, yeah, so that worked yeah, well. Yeah. Um, and then obviously I was gagged by Jimbo. I loved this club kid look she did. Well, you love Jimbo anyway. And I do, <laughs> I did, I did like it. And I mean, obviously it's very, it's, you know, it's very, it's quite the sight to look at and it is stunning. Um, but it is all just uh, one costume obviously rather than I like it when it's you know I mean you, you either put it on or you take it off do you know what I mean she didn't even I mean she obviously she had some makeup on underneath it so I was mm. I mean I was impressed on that front but also I did think when <laughs> when they call her safe and like it's just to be safe in an outfit like that it's actually quite embarrassing <laughs> you sort of have to you sort of have to shuffle away in that in that in that monstrous outfit and be like oh okay <laughs> but I, I said it earlier and I think that they're playing her I think that they're like we want you to win. So I think that Drag Race are doing this thing now where they like they don't want their winner to have too many wins and they want to kind of make give them an underdog story so you root for them more. Mm, well, well, this is what I was saying. I think, um, you know, Bobo should have won this week, frankly, and she hadn't even had one win, so I don't know what they're doing. Yeah, they're not spreading them out. Um, so g- speaking of Rita, Rita, um, she does... Is, is an intentional pink illusion or is that just like what everyone read from it? Um, I don't Pink really... the singer. Oh, right, I see. Um, I was like, it's blue. <laughs> but um, I don't really... I don't... Yeah, I think it was... Um, maybe it was unintentional. Um, I don't think it was that pinky, but I, th- I don't know why. It was, it was, you know, quite a good look, but I didn't find her that funny in the, um, in the challenge. And also, um, 
She just like pulls bits of the dress off and then doesn't reveal that much of a different dress underneath. Yeah, I mean, I, di- I didn't like the look that much. And apparently she was meant to have a different wig, but it got ruined in her suitcase. So I think the pink thing was just incidental. Um, I hate it. Ruined pre- in her suit, ruined in her suit. Well, put, it, put it together properly then. Pack it, <laughs> pack it better. That's no one's fault but her own. Rita, bag it better. Um, yeah. I thought Priyanka's was shit, which the judges pretty much agreed. I just thought it's way too boring for this stage in the competition. Well, but I think it's good that they, but, but Priyanka and Lemon were again in solidarity, but this time with both shit looks. <laughs> yeah, although I didn't hate Lemon's as much as they said. I mean, oh, the cinching awful. thing is bad and it needs to change and I don't know why she hasn't borrowed it from someone else and sorted it out yet. But I mean, it was like a, it was a concept that could have looked good. It just needed a bit more effort um what lemons lemons outfit lemons yeah um no no it was just dreadful um it looked like it was a design challenge out of bits of old denim and she's not very good at doing design talent challenges so it was cobbled together but it wasn't and it wasn't it was just it was it's just a like if you look at the rest of them and then compared oh my god i'm amazed if she wasn't so good in the challenge i'm amazed she wasn't in the bottom I thought Priyanka looked worse. But yeah, they were both good in the challenge. So we get to the legal videos. Uh, which one was your favourite of the three? Um, Lemon and Priyanka. Um, I would agree, I would say. But I thought actually there wasn't a lot in it with the three of them. I thought Rita, Jimbo and Boas was the worst. But they all did quite well. Yeah. I wasn't like, usually you get someone really bombing these challenges. And I thought they all pretty much delivered. Oh yeah, I mean, all three, I mean, it was better than the hotel room one in All Stars. Yeah, definitely. For example. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was it was funnier. Like, all, th- all three were better than all three. I thought it was, I thought it was quite the good. The only person I thought was bad out of everyone was Boa. I thought everyone else pretty much did enough to... Yeah, and they say, she said, oh, you're in your head, you're in your head again. I, I think, you know, as we were saying, like, she's come to the end of... She's done everything that she can do, and I think it was a, another Boa performance but it just everybody else seems to have ascended over her yeah and then i find this really baffling we get to the critiques and jeffrey boa chapman turns to jimbo and says welcome to the competition and it's like what I you won i won last week you moron and has been doing good at every challenge it's like he he's not making any sense it's like is he just judging drunk which is what i would do but like um... <laughs> it's, it's almost offensive isn't it as well it is um it's like you've been doing really shit up to now, even though you won last week, but now you're doing well. What? <laughs> they all tell um, Ilona about putting her makeup on her ass, as we mentioned. I haven't seen an yeah. arsehole attacked that much since Rita Bagger's story about the fingering, so it seems to be a theme in the episode. <laughs> and they also call... Every, everything gets a beating, apart from his ass. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, they call her one note. So, see, this is... I disagree with a few things, but I thought Ilona might actually win this challenge. I thought she was quite funny, mm. and everyone seemed to not... And obviously she ended up in the bottom so it's a very weird I judging. thought she was funny too yeah it was odd judging again this week I think um, I think Elona was yeah she was she was really good she was really funny and, and her outfit was great so I don't know what Hey, what's going on? But they tear Lemon's outfit to shreds, which it kind of looks like it shreds anyway. Um, <laughs> yeah, it does. And then Brooke has that moment where she has some suggestions for the outfit, which is basically, if you'd worn a totally different outfit, I would have loved it. It's like... <laughs> that was quite funny. See, I think, I, think, I think Brooke started off by, you know, with Lemon's outfit in mind. It was like, this is what you could do to change it. But then kept thinking of more stuff as she was going along. And then to the, by the end, it was just... Obviously not the same outfit. And Lemon points it out, which I think was quite funny. One thing I always hate about Drag Race, and it's happened since the beginning, is when they give uh, 
criticism about the outfit and say next week we want you to step it up. But on Drag Race, you've already fucking brought your clothes to fit the themes. They can't change. You can't nip out and buy a new outfit. Like they've they've got the outfits that they're gonna wear. So it's such a stupid thing. It's like yes, criticize what they're wearing, but they're not gonna wear anything different next week based on it because they've already fucking brought it. <laughs> Just winds me up. I don't know why. Sorry. <laughs> but I think maybe like they can. I mean, because you couldn't. If you sew or whatever, you could basically take the outfits that you already have and make them better. Yeah, definitely accessorising the wigs, mm. the cinching, mm. the makeup, all But that. again, Lemon's wig, it's just that we've seen that wig before. Yeah, none of them are very... Uh, most of the cast are not that great with wigs. It must be a Canadian thing. Maybe they just don't mm. get them, but the wigs I are... I think so, issue. yes. Um, they do their first ever for the series, Who Should Go Home, which is always a fun <laughs> moment. Uh, so who... But Cat Amongst the Pigeons, I love it. <laughs> who would you have said... Who would I have said um, Boa? I would have said. Yeah, I agree. And I mean, I get. I think because Lem was last, and all the judges attacked her outfit. I think that's why they just sort of jumped on a bandwagon. And it was unfortunate that Boa had to go first because if you're the first person and you say and you say a name, then people just agree with it. Do you know what I mean? As opposed to like as opposed to coming up with their own thing, until it gets to somebody that's going to be loyal to whoever you're all picking on, and that happens. And then they all turn, and they all switch it back and turn back turn on Elena. Definitely. They all congregate, because they don't want it to be them. So yeah. it's like, oh, if there's something building against someone, let's just all, yeah, go with that. So we only get names yeah. for Lemon and, and then Elena. Uh, so I feel mm. like it's personal. They're picking people they don't like rather than necessarily who's done the worst. Oh, 100%. But they, but they just, they were just jumping on the fact that her outfit was shit. But and not for the first time, Lemon's uh, runway has been shit. So she needs to watch that. Yeah, step it up next week with the outfit. She needs to step it up next week. <laughs> <laughs> um, so then backstage, they're arguing about what happened on stage, and Lemon questions why they all chose her. And then Alona <laughs> is quite a, um, a rare moment of like shocking honesty. She says to Lemon, "Like you're everything I wish I was." Which is oh that was oh, that was almost a little bit heartbreaking, wasn't it? It was, especially knowing what especially knowing what we know about her because she's like small and really petite and and actually Lemon you know is easily passable as a woman easily and yeah. with her mannerisms and everything. So which is why knowing what we know about Alona, she thinks that. So it's quite heartbreaking, isn't it? It is, but it's like if you are self aware to be aware of the fact it's your jealousy, then you'd think you'd work towards making sure you're not taking it out on the person because it's not their mm. fault really but i admired the honesty oh no not that and also i do like i know there's a joke in there somewhere about lemon's face uh, throughout the whole thing the bitterness on that <laughs> on that lemon during that whole conversation she was like you do have a lot of love for yourself and you're not afraid to say it <laughs> i know i always find it ridiculous when people criticize drag queens for being confident it's like how do you get through drag race without some confidence and if you're not confident you get red for that it's like balancing the two is just a nightmare and also, who goes into being a drag queen if you don't have confidence? I know. It's quite, it, does, it does require that somewhat. <laughs> um, so oh, I'm just a wallflower, so I think I'm going to go into drag. That was Scaredy Cat on the UK season, although oh, she God. was fabulous. But yeah, um, sometimes they do do that. Um, so then we find out that Rita wins the challenge, which to me just came completely out of nowhere. I was like, I didn't, she wouldn't have been in my top three picks to win. So No, me neither. It, me neither. And it's not even I'm um, saying that she was bad. I'm just saying usually with Drag Race, the editing kind of lets you know who's heading for a win and it just didn't feel like that and the fact she's already won twice this is her third win it just felt very unnecessary to give her a win that was kind of unwarranted yeah exactly again again i was just like what again why they I thought they should have given it to bobo because bobo was a better 
Uh, B, her runway was better. Like those acid nails and the um, and the belt and stuff was fantastic. Yeah. And, and we've already seen. It was just I don't know. I don't know. I'm out. I'm just. I don't know what to say. I'm out of words. I'm exasperated, yes. I think, uh, for me, Jimbo should have won. But yes, Scarlet Bobo would have been a good winner. And I do like it when they spread the wins out. I don't like it when yeah. one person, especially in quite a short season, get, is getting all the mm-hmm. wins. And it, it just feels yeah. a bit weird. But um, yeah, Alona and Boa are in the bottom. I agree with D- Boa being there. But after that, everyone was kind of even. So I understand that it was going to be a hard choice. Mm. And then the song... Alona can Alona can turn out uh, a lip sync, can she not? She's a good performer. And this is a hard song to do anything with because it's mm. kind of slow, but it's also not power ballady enough to really go there. So I think she did the best you could do with this song, which is not... A gr- I don't think it's a great lip sync song. Yeah, but it, I, th- I liked it as a lip sync song. Um, it's a mid-tempo one, obviously, so you can't really do a lot of dancing around. Yeah. But um, I think that Alona managed, managed to really inject um, emotion into it. Yeah, she I did. thought it was... I, like, she gave it some real, like, you know, she didn't play it for comedy. She played it for, you know, empathy. And you could really see some sort of meaning in her face. I really warms to Alona this week, I have to say. Yeah. And who sings this song? It's Scars to Your Beautiful. Alyssa Cara? Uh, I don't know. But yeah, yeah something like that. one of the... She's obviously a Canadian. Yeah, she must be. Um, so yeah, Alona definitely won. She served, like, clean emotion. And it, we- weirdly, it felt like Boa was performing the song to Ilona. Like, she kept... Yeah. So I was like, what, why are you doing that? So she left. Boa is a goer. She was trying to use. She was trying to use Elona as a prop. I know it just didn't. It works when they do that in a comedic way. Like if there's a shady line mm. in the song and you point to the person, but just actually performing an emotional song to the other person is weird. <laughs> yeah. Well, she gets the chop. Boa. Boa gets constricted. <laughs> and she didn't come to make friends. She came to make lasagna. So she gets one last laugh, and then she pisses off past to La Vista and um, <laughs> and we're done with another episode so yay well done well done I mean, us. well done well done I don't know who I'm saying well done to um, well well done for listening um, but also <laughs> I think I think it's definitely definitely 7 out of 10 I think it's been an emotional episode um, for us as well as for um, you know the cast so I think well done for everyone yeah we've all exposed our vulnerabilities and I'm yeah. sorry that our Pride episode didn't come this week as promised. I'm not blaming anyone, but it is Sissy Sam's fault. Uh, <laughs> but it's coming Sissy soon. So we and, uh, until then, on Monday, we'll see you. Um, Sissy, sorry. Sissy, sorry. Oh, no, we'll, we'll have the Pride episode this week. I'm not sure when, but it's coming. And then we'll see you Monday for the next episode of Canada's Drag Race. Hurrah. Thanks for joining us. Sissy, see you.